Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of Career Podcast. Today, I'm joined with Christian Lieven from Denmark. He's a 3D artist professionalizing in digital retouch and CGI and currently employed at VRLI company. And well, let's begin. Give a little introduction on how you got into visual arts and design. Um, that's that's a long story. Um, uh, but uh, I started like I think it's it must be like 15 years ago now. I started um, as a, a retouch apprentice um, at a company that's closed now. Um, and then I had a couple of years doing photography. I studied photography and I started um, graphic design. Um, and and I did a year of photography at a place called Das Bureau. Um, and then I was hired at the professional retouch company called uh, WeTouch. Like um, I worked there for worked there full time for around eight to 10 years. I'm actually not sure. Um, and then, well, I've always, uh, during, during my time, time at WeTouch kind of dabbled on and off in, uh, 3d and 3d design, um, with my major, major focus on, uh, on cinema 4d, but it, I could never really get the results I wanted. It was, it always kind kind of looked bad, right? And then, like I think two years, three years ago now, um, my friend introduced me to Octane Render, and and it it actually gave me the results I wanted. So I started dabbling even more in uh, in in three in, in cinema, and. Then I was contacted um, by a friend I used to study with who works at the We Are Eli. Um, and he, he actually asked me if I wanted a job. And I was like, I, I don't know what I'm doing in 3D. Uh, I have no idea. And he was like, we, we don't care. This, uh, this, this thing is going to gonna be big. We, we want to get on the, get on the bandwagon. Um, so... Um, so they hired me, and I I kind of hit the ground running. We didn't think there was going to be any jobs for me, but um, I've been working full time three D ever since. All right, and were you originally studying art and design, or you were pursuing another career path? Uh, well, before uh, before uh, studying, uh, well. Uh, Graphic, graphic design and photography. I um, I studied Japanese uh, at Copenhagen Business School for a year, but uh, I kind of figured that that wasn't that wasn't the way for me. It, uh, it wasn't what what I was supposed to do. And um, and by chance and by luck, uh, I got got this apprentice apprenticeship at um, at this place where they did the graphic design and research. Because I've always been interesting, like Photoshop and drawing and and so on. So, and then they they just asked me if I was able to retouch, and they gave me a little assignment, and and I I I, I did the job pretty well, I guess, since they wanted me as an, an apprentice. And then we kind kind of made 
an education for me because there's the, not there weren't anywhere in Denmark you could study the profession of free touching because it, it was also new back then. And, so there was, there, there was no no place where you could study it. So we we kind of made an an education where I studied photography combined with graphic design, and then I of course had my uh, my time at the company. So yeah. All right. And um, what is your main branch of design that you're focusing on? And tell us about your experience from the start of it till now. Well, professionally, I do a lot of um, like hi-fi stuff, like speakers and headphones. Uh, but we also do a couple of things for the Danish Royal Theatre. They they often have some really cool projects for us um, in in pure pure three D because they've figured that we can do anything now. Um, and I've done a couple of beer commercials, and I'm actually working on one right now. So, so I guess that's my focus. But I'm pretty much a generalist. <laughs> I've done interior too, and so on. We 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 kind of take a lot of things on. And uh, how does your design process usually go? Anytime you want to start working on a design project. It kind of depends if if it's something I want to do for myself. It's it's often like something I want to explore in various programs. Like today, I'm just going to focus on glass and caustics and or cloth sims or, or whatever cloud simulations, um, and then I turn it into something I post on Instagram. But when I'm working with clients, they they often have a have a clear idea idea where they want to go. Like, I worked on a job with the Danish Royal Theatre um, for the Hobbit. They were going to do the Hobbit, and it, it was going to be in a theatre that's outside. So they they had a pretty clear idea of what they wanted. They wanted a door in a hill in a hole, um, inside of a forest. So. It's, so working with clients, they, they often have like a mood board and and a drawing, so I know where, where to go with the project. But my own process is more like I have an idea, and then I start just looking on Pinterest and looking for tutorials of how to do stuff. And I, I think my my if you have to, to like boil it down, my, my process is uh, curiosity and to, to get better at what I do. Oh, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. But um, I was kind of like uh, trying to ask about how would you uh, approach like a project you were commissioned with, for example, if uh, a client would have given you a job, given you a task of like, uh, I don't know, create a scene for an, I don't know, beer, beer, for example, advertisement, as you mentioned, you did before, like from the start of bottom, how would you plan it and go on about like doing it actually, you know? Well, well, I, I received the, the initial drawings and, and their artwork and have a talk with the client of where do we want to go with this? What are we going to do? What's the 
color palette and so on. And then like like the beer commercial I'm working on right now, I got the, the kind of cans the beers are supposed to be in. And so I start modeling those and, and get all the basic things done while the client is, is working on the design and the idea. I kind of never have that much freedom uh, on my jobs. That's probably why I do so many things for Instagram too, just just to be my own boss, right? Um, but yeah, well, then I'll I'll send the client something and be like, "This is where I am in in the process. What do you think? Uh, do you have any corrections?" Uh, and that that's that's kind of always been my my process because I've I come from retouching and. The photographers often have a quite specific idea of where they want to go, and then I just have to like finish it and and make uh, make it make it um, the way the way they uh, envisioned it, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense when you put it that way about like. Um... The fact that some that a lot of times clients don't really give like the artist that much creativity, but of course, I mean, a lot of times it's just part of the job. Mm. And I mean, there's something you mentioned that you know I've just been thinking about. You said that you're pretty much a generalist, and I think when I say this, I speak for most artists. That for for like most artists or like active uh, employees or freelancers. Like here's a, here's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's just on the tip of my tongue. Like, as a whole general design, as a whole general skill is right now in such a short demand. It, it, like it's in such a high demand in world right now. And yes, you might not be like you know designing in a niche area, but you can you can apply your design skills to learn like new technologies and other and you know just improve in the other areas of design which will lead to other jobs so i mean i don't think it's necessarily like just being general it's also about um being a multifaceted designer if you know what i mean well what and, i general is what i actually mean is in, in in the branches of 3d you often in in bigger 3d companies you often have like a guy who focuses on texturing and one who focuses on modeling and one who focuses on lighting and so on uh, i i do everything um so so that's that's where the general generalist part comes into uh to my work Oh, and uh, with which softwares you started your 3D and CGI work with? Um, I, I do all my main modeling and building and compos- com- compositioning in uh, Cinema 40. Uh, I, I do most of my rendering in uh, Houdini. No, in uh, <laughs> in Octane Render, of course. And and I do some of my my Sims, like. I, I really like doing clouds and, and clients actually often ask for them. Um, I do them in Houdini and and so on. There's a lot of plugins for cinema rights, like um, RealFlow for Liquid Sims. And I've dabbled a bit in the Marvelous Designer for Cloth Sims. Um, 
but lately I, I've been going into Houdini and doing cloth sims there, and I, I think I'm actually going to stay there because they are a lot better, in my opinion. Um, then I use Photoshop and I have used Photoshop for like a lifetime. Um, I use InDesign and Illustrator. And uh, when I, I do video editing, editing, I have to do some video editing too sometimes. And especially when the clients ask for 3D videos, I, I do the editing in uh, DaVinci Resolve and Fusion. And what is your opinion on Blender? Have you used it? I've never used Blender, but I, I really love that it's free and it's really getting there. There's a lot of people are... Uh, are talking very very good about it, um, saying good things about it. Um, I've I've never actually opened it because the first three D program I opened it was Cinema, and I kind of just stuck there. Um, but the class sims and the modeling in uh, Blender looks really good, and they got some some cool smoke sims too. Um, even though Octane just got the uh, like a prog. Uh, a, I don't know what it is, but they're working together with a program called Embergen that does some incredible smoke and fire sims too. But so I guess I'm I'm fine with Blender. I've, I I don't really have an opinion. I I like it, and it's it's really good that people can get easily into 3D without spending any money. You can just download the program and go right. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, after the next question, who are your favorite artists and designers that have inspired you the most? That's a hard one. Uh, I've got a lot of photographers, um, and on the tip of my tongue, I think it's Anne Leibovitch. She's done some incredible uh, commercial photography, and like. I really like all the the old guys. Um, of course, I can't remember their names now, <laughs> um, but but a, a lot of guys in photography, and of course, I'm from Denmark, so a, a lot of Danish photographers too. Um, and I've actually gotten to work with a lot of them uh, since I'm in the branch of uh, retouching, so that that's really cool. But classic arts too, I like. It's it's I like McGrit and I, I like the lead the, the surreal stuff and I think it shines through in some of my pictures too the ones I do for myself um but but I I kind of I find in, inspiration in a lot of places like anything from uh, Japanese manga to uh, to art house uh, films and big blockbusters um so no, i think that's about it yeah books a lot of books too yeah and uh, what is the main subject of your artworks and what made them interesting to you i mean by artworks i mean your personal projects anything it can be anything like the, the ones i do for myself mm, yes those and also yep yeah, pretty much yeah the things you do for yourself i i think like, I really focus on details and on trying to make it lifelike, and uh, but but at the same time being like supernatural, like 
almost all of my pictures and are not possible, right? The, the ones I do in 3D, because it's always something that's interested me in uh, in retouching and and compos- the compositioning of uh, of pictures. And and when when I like started 3D, I, I pretty quickly figured out that you you can do anything in here. It's you don't need a photo as a as a base. You can just build the photo from the ground up, and you can literally uh, control the sun. Um, so I, I, tr- I, tr- I think even if I don't want to, it, I kind of just make things that are not real but looks real. Well, I'll try to make it look real anyway. And. Um... How to simplify the sort of the learning process uh, for 3D and 3D art, basically? Mm, well, the thing I, I usually do is I just I either see something on Instagram or Pinterest or wherever, and and then I get this idea, um, and then I start researching. So, like, if how how would I? Put a cloud into a room with a leather sofa, and then then I just let to into YouTube or Google or whatever, and and start searching tutorials like how to create the perfect cloud and how to build a sofa and and so on. And that that way, I figure out how how to do stuff and how to learn stuff. And that, that was like that was my initial way of learning octane and and uh, all the other programs i dabble in now like how do i do a cloth and what's pr- best program to do cloth thin and how do i get these materials to look like stained glass and so on and it, it's a lot of googling a lot of youtubing <laughs> and a lot of research um but Every time you like finish a project, uh, project, I feel like I end up with something cool, and I have learned like a ton. Yeah, I mean that's actually a really great idea of the concept of like learning stuff by doing projects. I mean, yeah, I mean it's also pretty useful for anyone who wants. It's basically a good kind of general ideology and concept for learning any skill yeah um, like like in the start uh, when i was just getting into 3d I, I like had these little points i had to check off on a project like today i'm gonna do something with plants or this week i'm gonna do something with plants i'm gonna try and create realistic plants and i might want to make a move uh, and and next project would be like I have to UV this even if it's just a box I have to UV something uh, in a in a scene um, and use a cool HDRI so so I had these little check marks of things I had to do to get better so so I I, I wouldn't keep dabbling in the same projects right. All right, and any advice and tips for a good portfolio and resume for artists? Mm, put up the things you like. Don't don't add too many things. 
less is more, I think. Um, and keep creating. Like if if you haven't got cool stuff you you think is cool enough, just create some more. I know that sounds stupid, but when I when I was working as a researcher, I would often reach out to photographers, especially young and upcoming photographers, and go like. You want to make a project together? Do you, have you got any pictures you need retouching on? Because I've got these ideas I want to try out and so on. So I guess that's it. Um, the times I've made my built my portfolio to to show to clients and to show to potential um, new workplaces uh, and so on. I've, I've always really tried to cook it down to the, the, the boil it down to the absolute absolute best stuff so you have a lot of stuff that they'll blow the client away instead of just a lot of stuff because pe- people will get tired yeah and what are you working on right now that you can tell us about what kind of project is it i know you kind of mentioned that you were like working on a beer advertisement but i was wondering if you could get into the details of it a bit more um yeah so this is a non-alcoholic beer um danish company called uh, tubal uh it's a sister brand um for carlsberg uh, i think it's i i don't think tubal is, is sold that many places other than denmark um so so it's like beer cans on a table, orange background uh, with a lot of droplets, and it's they are infused with the one is infused with mango passion and the other is uh, infused with citrus. So uh, there's there's gonna be some fruits and and different things on the table too, and I of course have to make that look photorealistic, right? Um. For myself, I'm working on like this. This is one of the things um, where I had this. I, I wanted to learn cloth sims in uh, Houdini, so I downloaded the uh, the princess version of Houdini, um, which is free too, and uh, started googling and YouTubing uh, cloth sim tutorials and. Now I've got a really cool cloth them I've uh, exported and moved over into uh, Cinema 40 and I'm t- right now texturing and finishing it up in uh, in uh, Octane Render. And it's I think it, it's going to be pretty cool. It's, it's some of the, the prettiest cloth I've ever done, so I'm really happy with it. I'm also working on... I think a hundred pack shots of uh, headphones. So that that's that's pretty straightforward texturing and lighting, and then then just doing it a hundred times, right? <laughs> so, so that's that's the boring but uh, well paid part of my job. And that's that's. Have I got anything else? Yeah, I'm gonna do some video next week, but that's pretty basic. Uh, video editing and and a bit of keying um i don't think i have any other projects now all right then uh, what area beside the area you're working on right now 
are you interested to explore and learn in the future? Like, let me reiterate my question. Mm -hmm. um, if you had like extra time and energy and like let's say money and resources and anything to pursue another skill or craft, what would it be? Another skill or craft? That's a hard one. I really like my job. <laughs> it's it's a it's a job with a hobby built in, uh, or vice versa. Um, it's a hobby with a job in it. So so what I I really would love to work out some more, um, but everything is closed due due to COVID. Um, I think I would like to like sail. Have have a small boat and and learn how to sail. Uh, that's that's probably a, a dream because uh, me and my wife just uh, moved to another city. Uh, we used to live in Copenhagen, so we moved a bit outside uh, Copenhagen. And there's a little we're like surrounded by water, so now I see every everybody here has got a got a tiny sailboat, and I think that was would be pretty cool. All right, that sounds actually a really nice plan, maybe for future. Um, all right, with all the things that have been said and done to conclude the, all the things that we already discussed, give us a roadmap for someone who's zero in visual arts and wants to get to the place you are in terms of skill sets, like if they want to become a 3D artist and like just professionalizing in CGI, like where to start, best tools, softwares, what, like what are the steps? You know, if you could explain to us in full detail. Mm, well, I, th I think like three D is really a place. This it's going places right now. Like we are hiring in, at my company, and I know other places in Copenhagen that's constantly looking for three D people. So if if you just pick up a render engine, one of the popular ones, because people people right now they. It seems to be like stylized stuff that's really popular, right? And and like realistic 3D renders, like the beer thing I'm doing and the headphones. And I, I, I think like taking a picture of a pair of headphones is in the past in like a couple of years. So 3D artists will be... Uh, would be uh, I don't know rated highly. <laughs> I was I was going to use a Danish phrase, but it doesn't make sense in English. Uh, but anyways, like pick pick up a good wrench engine and just start learn text learn learn to texture and do projects you really like and start animating and like and you can do it at any in any problem pro program program. Um, I know Blender is highly regarded and and it's it's winning more people over and I actually saw like bigger film companies are starting to use it but I would recommend using Cinema 4D because it's just industry standard and it's easier to get hired if you're using the same program as the lead 3D artist at a company right so Learn, learn the ropes of the program. Learn, get good at modeling. Get good at using the deformers and the little things and and the, the various uh, 
3D programs. And I think like rendering and lighting, look at how photographers um, take pictures. What kind of lights do they use? And how, how are they lighting the scene? And what, what makes it look cool? And just learn from that. And if, if, you, if, if, you, if you get good at the... At texturing, light, and lighting, and and can do a bit a bit of modeling. You're you're going places. All right, I think that's about it. Hmm? Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And where can people contact you if they had any questions or you know just wanted to get in touch? Well. Uh... They can always contact me at work. Like uh, that's weareely.dk, and my mail is uh, Christian at weareely.dk. But I'm on okay. Instagram as uh, No Creative Abode. Um, yeah, I'll put that in the caption that's, that's so people can easily access. And, uh, yeah, I think you can find most of my links there. I'm on Behance, and that's Behance uh, slash uh, Christian Levine. I think I'm not even sure. <laughs> That's, That's about it. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope everyone's having a good day. And till the next episode, bye, everyone. Bye.